will go live. Love it. Love it live. Mm -hmm. I believe there's, there's people waiting in the wings. Oh, that's exciting. Mm. Not that I can see the wings, but. You can actually. You can, um, uh, if you look to the right, it will show you private chat and comments. If you click on the comments, you can see the comments that people are leaving. Oh, my goodness. Look at that. <laughs> look at that. Thank you. Uh, cool. Yeah, so now you can see those. Um, and we will start this little ditty, this little thingamabobby. Welcome, everybody, to Slip Into the Night, episode 10, The Shadow People, or men, or women, <laughs> Whatever. We need to be gender they are. Gender sensitive. Do we have cis, cis trans? Oh, um, fuck. No. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> we will be discussing shadow people. And that is how it will be. Okay. <laughs> Not it. shadow men or shadow women. Shadow people. Well, I mean, I'm sure there are shadow men and shadow women, and we can uh, delineate and, uh, you know, uh, 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 differentiate when need be. But uh, overall, they are the shadow people, mm -hmm. I guess. I don't know. I don't fucking know, Holly. <clears throat> what do I know about these things? I'm just I don't think anyone really knows. There's a guy in front of a microphone. Um, I did... Uh, I did the other night pop on some musical star streams. I Ooh. found it on YouTube. And, Very nice. Um, I just I went to bed for the first time in ages listening to musical star streams. Ooh. Oh yes, oh yes. Uh, uh, with Forrest, the guy's name was Forrest. Oh, I'm Forrest. And this is musical star streams. So everything was always so breathy and Christ on a pony. Mm. But that was some great shit. I loved me some musical star streams. I loved that new age music. Yeah. Mm. But uh, happy Halloween, everybody, a day early. It is uh, almost the. Uh, the 31st. Uh, I'm thinking if I'm not doing anything tomorrow night, I might do an impromptu late night show. I'm thinking, but I'm not sure yet. I have to decide. If, if I do, it'll probably be a late night show. Very late night show. Is that the somewhat secret show? I don't even, I don't know if I'll do it as a secret show or as the 40 and slip. Um, if Steve's awake, if Matt's around, excuse me, um, I, I'll probably do something. Because um, I love Halloween, and I haven't really, really gotten into it in a long time. Oh, you haven't dressed up in a while? Yeah, I haven't, like, really gone gone for it in a while. And they thought about maybe something that I could do for tomorrow night. And 
Uh, I've been thinking I've got the uh, the Sirius XM Halloween channel. I might get myself, you know, all Halloweened up all day tomorrow and put that on and listen to the just the. It's usually just like sound effects all day, maybe like a couple of, you know, Halloween tunes like the Monster Mash and shit like that. But mm-hmm. overall, it's just like creepy sounds. And <clears throat> but I might listen to like the Halloween soundtrack. It's one right. of my favorites. Um, yeah. The Exorcist. Yeah. I'm fascinated why why we as like to get scared. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like there and there's definitely some some people who really like that like intense experience of getting frightened or you know going to a scary movie, and then then some of us are just not not so into it. Yeah, it's a, I think it's a thrill seeking thing. Um, you know, I've very much been into uh, <clears throat> a lot of thrill seeking things in my life. I've gone skydiving. I used to do like bridge jumping and cliff diving and shit like that when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and and I I could see it as that, right? You it's know? like an, an an almost like an adrenaline rush type of thing. Is getting that that's yeah because the, the fear response is like hormone regulated with the like the fight or flight hormones of like adrenaline and cortisol, and um, so getting that scare. Right, and 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 that's the thing. Like I, I said for a long time, <clears throat> there was a period of time where horror movies just stopped being scary for me, mm-hmm. <clears throat> or in, even interesting. Mm-hmm. And um, it took a while, and then uh, eventually, <clears throat> excuse me, the uh, you know the genre came back around, and they started making uh, more interesting horror movies. And it kind of pulled me back into it. Um, like I was just talking about uh, the movie Eli on Netflix the other night on the show, and how how oh, much I, I enjoyed that. And, I just saw that um, the trailer for that, and it was uh, very oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah, have fun yeah. if you watch it. Um, <laughs> it's um, I, I mean they, they they're putting out some good stuff lately. I think personally, like I I watched through the Haunting of Hill House. Mm-hmm. Uh, that series, which I thought was great. Um, uh, I just watched one called The Heretics, which I really enjoyed. Uh, Hereditary, Ari Aster's Hereditary was weird. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. I'm not going to say I didn't enjoy it. Like, it was a good movie. It was an interesting horror movie, but it, it was weird. So I really want to see Midsummer. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Ari Aster's out there. That's some mm-hmm. fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I don't know why people, you know, ultimately why why people would want to be scared in that way. Like it's a different type of uh, response. You know, when mm-hmm. when you jump off of something, you know, you, there's some fear there, but it's more of an excitement thing. Mm-hmm. I think. Whereas horror movies are. Ah! <laughs> right, getting into that fear response and getting really scared, and sometimes confronting those things that um, scare you. You know, and it, it's kind of interesting because it, you know, Halloween is. It seems like more of a modern holiday. I think it does have some basis in Samhain, which is more about the, I think, passing of the of the season in the northern hemisphere to fall into winter. And, but also about the thinning of like the veil and 
the death realms and kind of that that idea of, of death and dying, which kind of is um, then into like the scary things of like ghosts and spirits. And this has become more and more almost like capitalized, you know, about the scary aspect of it. Hmm. You know, I, and I don't know for sure, but I don't, you know, because I haven't researched that much into the historical um, celebration of it all that much, but it does seem to get, it's getting more and more um, the time to explore that horror, horror aspect of, of life. Oh yeah. <clears throat> and I mean, we, we, I think people, I myself have a fascination with uh, serial killers. I mean, mm-hmm. I, you know, and, and I know what it is. It's not that I'm fascinated by like, you know, oh, I like revere them or anything. It's that I, I can't understand it. It's fascinating to me in that I can't understand how they're able to do what they do. Like yeah, why, no, I, why it is that that thing is broken in them. Yeah, I mean, that was in some of the research for one for this show that I did and also in general because of its this whole idea of of fear response and um, in general in Halloween, um, although we will get to the topic of the shadow people soon. It's just that, you know, that is that fear response is one of those things that differentiates psychopathic behavior from normal behavior. They seem to exhibit much less fear response or that ability to feel a fear. Mm-hmm. And um, they often, when they do brain scans of psychopathic um, criminals, they have much less development of an area of the brain called the amygdala mm-hmm. in which seems to be um, regulates kind of a, a kind of empathic feelings and sensitivity, emotional sensitivity. And so they, they don't have much as much emotional sensitivity in general, and they don't have such a broad spectrum of emotional feeling capacity as what we would consider a normal person. Um, so it's kind of like an interesting biological. Um, oh yeah. No psychopaths. Interesting. Interesting. They're just, they're fascinating people because, because they can be, they can be like very productive members of society as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they just have like no empathy or next to no empathy. Um, they're very, I mean, they're very interesting human beings. I mean, let's be honest. Well, they say a lot of um, like CEOs, executives, and people in like high pressure um, performance professions like surgeons and oh yeah they're all cunts fighter pilots they often have a, a certain amount of psycho the psychopathic you know desensitization you know because they they can't get in an emotional place when they're doing these things you, you you don't want your surgeon to be emotionally distraught you you want them no, to they have to, to start looking at people like cars <laughs> that's the thing they do they have mm-hmm. to start looking at yeah. people like cars and they just they did desensitizes a lot of them, and they they detach. Um, you know, it's it it, it it is what it is. You know, <clears throat> I mean, I think it's interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, so that, I, that some of them are become like these very productive, very well mm-hmm. adjusted, you know, so to speak, members so of society, and then others become these fucking monsters. Mm-hmm. Absolutely interesting. Um, 
So it was just kind of like a side research thing that I went into um, because I'm looking up about this shadow, shadow people, shadow men, mm-hmm. um, that, it, that it, it was a bit of a creepy feel and, you know, um, and a lot of the witness testimony people, there's a lot of stories about sh- shadow people sightings and they tend to say that they it elicit makes you feel very creepy very afraid when they report these um stories of um shadow people so in general the shadow people phenomenon is when people see a shadowy figure in the room out of the corner of their eye sometimes straight on they Mm -hmm don't really see any clear features, although sometimes they report red or yellow eyes. There often is no really distinguishing features other than that there is a sense that they're clothed and often they sometimes have reported to look like they're wearing a top hat or a fedora. And um, it was really one of these things that became really popularized by Coast to Coast AM radio. This is like a newer phenomenon where there had been a few... um, reports here and there and then it became you know in the uh, the coast to coast am radio starts talking about paranormal stuff and people start calling in and reporting there there's yeah the hat man yes yeah frank yeah that, 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 that's been a popular one for a long time the mm-hmm. hat man yeah um, which has a reputation of being particularly associated with mane- malevolent and fearful um mm-hmm. situations or occurrences or people um, and I did read a few reports that, you know, that there are some that just seem to be watching and did not seem to be very scary situations. But the hat man seems to be associated with um, scary stuff um, mm-hmm. um, to the point where people suspect that it's a, a demonic en- entity or maybe possible a, a jinn or a genie, which is a um, another type of non-physical entity that we haven't really talked about. And I don't, I don't know if you've ever really talked about them on the other show, but no, we've never talked about them. It's something we could definitely go into in a future episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, that is one proposed um, identity of these like shadowy figures of that are like kind of hovering and, um, you know, creepy stuff, like not outright scary things, but creepy things where people will say that they will wake up and they will see these shadowy figures in either in their bedroom or hovering over their bed and feeling like that the, this figure is draining energy off of them and instilling this sense of real kind of fear and terror. Now this kind of links up to that kind of the phenomenon of sleep paralysis, waking up at night and being still kind of in a dream state and your, your body isn't really caught up to your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, which is also linked with kind of like alien um, interaction phenomenon as well. Yeah. And, and you, you can experience sleep paralysis in other ways too. Um, People who take a lot of drugs Mm -hmm. can I have a can have a tendency to experience sleep paralysis uh, to a much higher rate than other people so people who are doing it. and i'm not talking like smoking fucking weed people mm-hmm. like don't think you're gonna smoke weed i'm talking like taking hardcore like painkillers and stuff like that um mm-hmm. it, you you kind of wake up still numb mm-hmm. um yeah. i can remember times when i would uh come out of it and just not even be able to move my body um mm-hmm. so that it's not just uh you can experience those types of things not just from waking up you know being asleep like there are other factors that can uh, 
add to that and can make it much more horrifying. Mm-hmm. Right. <clears throat> I've never experienced anything where I saw a fucking shadow person when I was having like some type of sleep paralysis like that. But I can imagine if I had and I couldn't move, mm-hmm. I'd have been fucking out of my mind scared. I was scared enough as it was that I couldn't move. Mm-hmm. You know, I just could not, I could not lift my upper body. I was laying back, like laying back in the bed. And luckily I was, I was like, I was up, mm-hmm. but I couldn't lift my body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, my brain was telling my body to move, but my body was going, nope, nope, not moving. And I was just uh, horrified. My eyes must've been like mm-hmm. five times the size they are normally. Mm-hmm. so it's it's a, it's a horrifying experience and i can imagine if you you add to that seeing some shadowy person um you know i don't know what they are i don't know if they're ghosts i don't know if they're other entities i don't know right so what makes them interesting is that there there are quite a few documented um websites to shadow people, people where they write in their stories of seeing shadow people. So it is not an isolated phenomenon by any stretch of the imagination. Um, There are people making reports about this, but, you know, it's a kind of an incidental event. You know, there are people who say that they repeatedly see these um, same apparitions and that sometimes something in their life changes and then they just go away. Um, one of the stories that I read was this woman was dating someone who seemed to have a lot of negative energy around them. While she was dating this person, she would see these shadow people. When she broke up with this person, she would no longer see them. Mm-hmm. So um, ooh, my doors are creaking if I don't know if that's picking it up. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> Those are shadow people of a different kind. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Um, So there does there's there's these stories with links of um, kind of um, situations that are are somehow negative or traumatic that are in kind of woven in with these shadow people stories. It's not usually like people are like, oh, I was just walking in the mall and I looked over and I saw shadow people. No, that's not really what they are. It's there's always either something going on, or they're alone and they're in their room and they wake up in the middle of the night and they they see shadow people. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, this I I used to do, um, and I haven't been doing them <clears throat> much lately on the channel. I should. Um, I used to do a lot of the the uh, bedtime stories, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I don't remember if I did any shadow people stories. I can't remember off the top of my head if I did or not. I know I read a bunch of them <clears throat> because I was constantly going through stories. Um, and that was one that was it, it, it was always popping up with mm-hmm. shadow people. Mm-hmm. And I know I've posted tons of them to my blog, to the like page. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a phenomenon that people are, are experiencing. What it is, that's the question. You know, I would question whether or not they're just, you know, leftover residual energy of something or I I don't know. I can't answer those questions and I hate to give any type of a definitive answer on anything. You know, this is what people are experiencing. This is what people are seeing. This is what people think they are, I guess. 
know, that's so that, that's kind of my take on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's presented because I don't I don't know what it is. I can't make any any justifiable explanation for shadow people. Hmm. <laughs> At least not today. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. The closest thing that I ever saw was when I was we were um, out in my backyard and we saw a tall shadowy figure watching us. Mm-hmm. But it was one of those things where you just see it in such a quick moment, and it was very tall, whatever this was. And it, you know, but I can't rule out that it wasn't a, a, like a bear standing on its hind legs and that moved off really quickly. And because I saw it as a blur out of my corner of my eye, that right. it wasn't something else. Um, I can remember when my daughter was very small; she was like maybe two or three, and she woke up in the middle of the night and she was very scared. And you know, she came over and she said, "Mom, there's a black thing, a black being in my room, and it makes me feel scared." And I'm gonna come. Can I come stay with you? So, how much of that is, you know, like the the childhood boogeyman in the room? And how I much just of that wanna, is imagination? Imagination. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Seeing a sh- seeing an actual shadow and is interpreting it as something scary because just children are apt to um, get a, a little bit afraid of of the shadows and the actual shadows in the room. The, mm-hmm. You know, the teddy bear is casting a funny shape and, and what that is, um, or something actually real. You know, I, I don't know. At, at that point in time, I was like, you know what? Come on over here. Right, <laughs> you're right, scared. Right. There were there, we did have what seemed to be a little bit of weird paranormal ghost-like behavior in that apartment. Um, could have been a shadow person. Maybe it was just a one-time thing. And, um, you know, that was that was the end of it for the, the most only, part. The only time I ever had any type of figure sighting, I used to live with uh, um, my old roommate. I rented a... A room at the end of his trailer um and in the and when i moved into the the bedroom there was a, a one of those huge mirrors on the wall that kind of like covers like a whole section of wall but it was like not vertical it was horizontal um and i left it on the wall because it had always been there you know it wasn't going to change anything about his house obviously just left it up <clears throat> um but, you know, where I would set up my computer and where I would sit and when I would be in the room, I was constantly catching, like, something out of the corner of my eye, but it was always in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was, I had always, I had always been like, it feels like or it looks like it's, it could be a woman. But I just kept, you know, for, God, I lived there for years. And, um. And I didn't, I didn't think nothing of it. Like I just never, for some reason or another, I'd never brought it up to him. And, um, one day we were sitting around and we get talking and I brought it up. Oh, cause, uh, I'd had a, a, a woman spend the night and she had mentioned something and I'd said something to him about it. And he was like, oh yeah, so it was probably mom. And it fucking, then it dawned on me. I was like, oh, fuck, his mother died in that room. Because mm-hmm. he had taken care of her while she was dying of cancer. Mm-hmm. And she didn't want to go to the hospital. She wanted to stay home. So she died right in that room that I was living in. 
And, you know, I'd never, I mean, I, I'd known that the entire time I was living there, but I just never put two and two together. I'd never been like, oh, well, wait a minute. It could be his fucking mother, you know, or leftover energies of his mother, whatever the case may be. It's the only time I've ever really had any like figure sighting. I've never, other than that, and like when it comes to like ghost stuff, never really had anything. I mean, there's mm-hmm. been a, there's another thing, but it didn't, it didn't, it didn't involve any figures. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the only one where it involved a figure, but I don't think it was like malevolent or negative in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, I never felt like I was uh, in danger. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I don't know what they are. Yeah. And I know there's so many different interpretations of it and mm-hmm. of what it is and what it could be or you know what their purpose is is <laughs> like that that's my favorite thing like when everybody starts trying to extrapolate shit what you know what their purpose is what are they what are they here for we don't know you know we can just take the stories as they are um and you know like a good portion of people are going to be f- filling you full of shit well, and that was another thought that as I was reading these um, online shadow people stories is that once this phenomenon starts kind of gaining momentum, you know, people who are creative writers would like to submit their own, mm-hmm. their own, oh, if you people their own think, story. If you people think that all of these channels that are on YouTube telling crazy ass stories about shadow people and, uh, you know, listeners submitted stories that all of that is real. You have another fucking thing coming. So many of those people write that shit. And yes, they do take it from like Reddit or whatever, but because people wrote it and put it up. I mean, it's it's a huge phenomenon right now where you have people uh, making up stories and people telling them on YouTube happens every fucking day. And it's going to continue to happen. So, right. I don't, so then I, you get so those. Oh, when, so when it comes to that, I don't know what, you know, how do we delineate what's real from what's fake? When it, yeah. when, you know, when it comes to stories, you can't. You could say, give them lie detector tests. Lie detector tests can be fucking. They can be beaten. Mm-hmm. They, they're yeah. flawed. Yes. Um, you know, uh, what is, what's, you know, how do we, what's the litmus test for it? There isn't one. Do we have any video proof? Do we have any photo proof? No. All of which could be faked anyway in this day and age. Yeah. You know, so you have to look for that shit. So what, when it comes to shadow people, what do we have? We have stories. We have a collection of encounters, a collection of stories. And, you know, I, 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 I'd love to be able to say, hey, everybody's wonderful and honest and great. But we know that isn't true. Mm-hmm. And in the incentive to, like, compile a bunch of stories and into uh-huh. something and have a website or even a little bit of a book to get to make some money is a, a powerful incentive for people to be creative. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Yeah, I mean, Which, I, it, 
it's it, it listen the it's, people have been telling stories for a long time people have been telling bullshit stories for a long time <clears throat> i grew up with a family um and i won't name the name of the family but i grew up with a family in buxton a family of bullshitters like they were known for it you sat down at a table with them you were going to be told the tallest fucking tales you've ever heard in your life and you just accepted it you know they were the bullshitters you were going to hear a, a fucking shovel full of bullshit every time you sat down then you know there was some truth in there in a lot of the cases, but a ton of bullshit. Right. And and people have been embellishing stories forever, and they're not going to stop. All right. So that's why we have these, like, urban legend type myths of, you know, the the Lover's Lane, like, murderer and um, other, like, also this kind of creepy story thing where we we kind of love that, that being scared feeling. Which is not to say that every um, I necessarily think because it, every um, story of the shadow people doesn't have some basis to truth to it, but it is definitely the thing where there, there's a snowball effect that it's like, oh, well, I experienced something like this. And then once you kind of recount that, it you start molding it to the type of the myth. Right. Maybe maybe it could have had a top hat. Maybe it could have been, a, the, you know, maybe that shadow could have been the hat man. Right. You know, and then there's some embellishment that goes on. Yeah, the, yeah. It, it, <clears throat> and listen, you know, sometimes people have these these uh, these strange sightings, and then when they recount their experience, they add to it or embellish it. You know, so maybe there is some grain of truth to the original story, but yet <clears throat> their own, you know, their own ability inability to 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 stifle their own bullshit kind of in a sense ruins it um well and i think you need to kind of have a um get a sense of is there some attention seeking happening is this mm -hmm. person trying to get attention are they reporting visible visual phenomenon because they are is some kind of cry for help by some other situation that's more difficult to report um do they have something medically happening that's causing them to see hallucinations. Like, you know, you have to take that into account. That oh, does yeah. not to say that everybody who reports a shadow person is schizophrenic or has some other mental health disorder where they hallucinate. But I think you have to kind of assess all that, especially if they were repeatedly seeing. I seeing think you have things. to exhaust all avenues when it comes to, um, if you're going to look into these cases. Like if the, if this is going to become you know somebody's research project or you know somebody's going to delve deep into this shit, then they've got to they've got to go down those avenues. Mm -hmm. You cannot discount any possibility because it could be just a, a manifestation of some psychosis or some fucking mental disorder, or it could be a hallucination, or, or it could be something real. We don't know. But, but you can't just say, it's definitely real. You have to exhaust possibilities. And you have to do a little bit of digging. 
And I mean, I, I'm just one of those people. I'm not just going to accept it blindly. I'm not just, just going to go, oh, there's yeah, tons of people say they've seen these things. So it, tons of people say they see lots of shit. That doesn't necessarily mean it's the case. Just because they say something. You know, we, everything's got to be looked at. Like I said, I would love it. I would love if we could just trust everybody, if everybody was honest. But there are bullshitters in the world. <clears throat> you know, those definitely exist. I can prove that. <laughs> the other shit, not so much. Bullshitters, I can prove that all day long. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm just looking. Um, 17 people on their real experiences with a shadow person. 17. Yes. So, and amazing. these are compiled from the internet. Um, yeah, see, and that, that stuff like that, it's, I, I, I just don't know. It's suspect to me. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, you, it, it gets to be this too, this too much. You know, could there be some stories in there that are legit? Yes. There could be. And could there be stories out there that are legit? Yes, there could be. Um, but as we've you know talked about with a lot of stuff like this before, it, there, there's so much that you have to trudge through, so much crap, so much that's just uh, people trying to hoax people or pull the wool over people's eyes or just, you know, make a name for themselves for, you know, fucking with people they those people exist and they're not going away so i think that when we look at these these cases there needs to be extensive uh vetting of people uh, extensive research not just oh they said they saw a shadow person so that must be the case case closed we can't do that So I see it anyway. Right. And, you know, I, I agree. Like, you know, I'm not discounting that it may be an actual phenomenon, but uh, without, like, you know, documentation of exactly what happened, I would think that it needs to have some kind of repeatability, um, you know, comparison of things to see that there's, you know, if there are any inconsistencies in the reports. They really are just stories. And mm -hmm. possibly like boogeyman type stories that are becoming urgent, ur urban legends, um, you know, because people like that thrill at that fear seeking thing. And it. Um... <clears throat> hmm. You know, are, so you, that's, are, you, um... are you getting thrown off by the chat, Holly? <laughs> you can shut that fucking thing off because <laughs> they'll throw shit out there that are going to throw you off. I have the ability to fucking tone it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, you've been doing this much longer than me, Chris. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 those fucking assholes throw out the, the dumbest shit sometimes. Uh, so do not pay attention to that when you're trying to do this. It will fuck up your mojo every time. <laughs> That's I, like I said, I have the ability to look at it and not have it affect me. <clears throat> <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, I think that's why you waited 10 episodes before you taught me how to find it. <laughs> yeah. And now I have to tell you to shut it off. You'll figure it out. You'll, you'll, you'll find the medium. Steve couldn't stay the fuck out of it when we first had it. When he, when he first figured out we have live chat. Oh, my God. He'd get so thrown off of a show. I had to tell him, you, you fucking banned. I mean, stop looking at it because it fucked you up so bad. Right. Well, you know, and that's part of the reason why I don't have live a camera for people who are wondering, you know, part of it is because I just trip myself up looking at myself. On <laughs> Not because I'm like really hiding from the world. Well, that, and the, the other there's tricks to that, too. And that's like shutting off the the page and not looking at it and just talking into the microphone and just you gotta stop a lot of it's just not paying attention to all of it mm -hmm. but you know don't let that the, like i said those assholes over there there's a lot of good people in there don't get me wrong when we when we have our shows there's there's good people that are in the chat and then there's people that just spew garbage right so Do you think there are no shadow people in the chat though no i don't believe there's any shadow people in the chat there's some shadowy people in the chat <laughs> oh. but not some shadow people in the chat um <laughs> no I, I i don't i don't know what to think of the phenomenon i i, I tend to think that if anything that these entities are related in some way to ghosts uh ghosts poltergeists uh spirits uh I, I don't think they're their own thing. <clears throat> I don't think they're the, I also don't, I tend to not think they're these, uh, uh, life draining entities. Yes. Bubby Blindy. Fuck you too. I don't give a shit. You can fucking tongue my dirty asshole. How do you like that? Ooh, spicy. Yeah. Eat shit. Um, uh, uh, so I, you know, I don't know what they are and I, I'm not gonna, I myself, am not going to go out and say that this is for sure what these things are, because I can't, I, I just, I can't make those assumptions about anything when it comes to topics like this. There are certain things that you can, there are certain things that are factual that you can lay out facts for, uh, shadow people, not one of them, in my opinion, anyway. Some other people have have some very more wide and varied opinions. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure I, I I could get a fucking mouthful of that. It, Whoa! It, you know, no, seriously, could because there's there's people out there that believe that you know there's portals and 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 Bigfoot are transcendental fucking creatures and and there are people that believe that uh, you know. Uh, aliens are the aliens are lizards of people and they're fucking in the, the government I mean, there's all kinds of shit that's out there uh, how much of it is is real <clears throat> you know and yeah a douchebag seeing is knowing you guess and if you see it take a fucking picture find some way to fucking prove it otherwise it's just a story and I'm not saying that your story's bullshit. What I'm saying is, it's just a story. Until you have factual evidence to back it up, it's a story. You know what I got about my fucking thing that I just told a little while ago? It's a story. I don't have anything to back it up. I don't have any pictures. And I'm not sitting here trying to shove it up your ass that I do. 
I'm just telling you what I experienced, and that's it. People like you who sit there and protest too much, you're the people that I think are full of fucking shit. You know, the people who come out and they tell me what they've fucking seen and they let it go. Eh. I'm I, I would tend to believe that person probably nine times out of ten. Way more than someone who sits there and says, no, no, I fucking do. Shut your fucking hole. And good. I'm glad you could give a fly and fuck what I think. Go somewhere else. And be a fucking troll somewhere else. Because that's what you are. Otherwise, have a good time. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. And I, 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 I'd, I'd like it if, if these things were measurable, I guess. Because a lot of this stuff is not measurable. You right. know, we see, we see like right. these, these ghost hunters that go out with their fucking right. equipment. None of that shit's measurable. Right. Yeah, so, you know, now you know that I've done actually some biological um, research stuff. So, so to me, like, I tend to apply that. Like, I, I have been a volunteer for New Hampshire Audubon and done surveys to look for very rare um, birds and insects. And I would apply that same methodology is that you, you do take the accounts seriously. Where has this been seen before? You know, we were um, looking for a very rare um, dragonfly species, and we took those accounts. Okay, this is where it's been seen before. This is where we're most likely going to find this. But we are not going to, you know, but it may be extinct, and we're not going to assume because it hasn't been seen in 30 years. We're not going to assume that it's it's still a viable species or that there are still individuals of the species until we actually go and either get a very clear, what they would call a diagnostic photograph. Right. So it would be a photograph that shows clearly identifying features. The characteristics that, would, that you would need to identify that species. To identify that species or an actual specimen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in, in, you know, I am, this is what we were doing. In, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, they're, exactly equatable but for me i would apply the same method methodology and you know we would have people saying oh well i I saw this like this dragonfly and it looked just like this rare species that's great but do you have a picture or do you have a specimen right because it is so remote the impossible that you just based just based on that person saying that you can't go oh yeah that's what it was you know, the biologist who's in charge of that um, if that If that's the way they ran scientific, you know, uh, discoveries and, and research out in the wild, do you know how fucked up everything? that we, we would be cataloging fucking unicorns. Like every day. Because crazy people think they see them. Every day. Like, the, the, like that's why it's important. What, like what you're saying is important. Like that you either need a clear, concise, identifiable photograph or a specimen because otherwise, what have you got? 
you know you have a, you have a story that's really enticing <clears throat> but it's just this it's a it's a story it's a report mm -hmm. um and, and that's you know me having been involved in studies that are looking for rare creatures i know there's a protocol this is the evidence that you look for and then ideally say you do find one of these rare species the next thing is to see if you have a viable reproducible population so what i was right. most and, when, and when we're talking about shadow people mm -hmm. you know i don't know if we can talk about a viable breeding population you know i don't know if that's what we're looking at but you we know, don't but know what we're looking at. We exactly. just have stories that have this horror element to them. Right. And they, and here's and you know, there's the thing, like, you know, when it comes to like you cataloging a dragonfly, for instance, you can go out into the wild, you can try and find this thing, maybe you do, maybe you don't, whatever. You can do that cataloging. With these shadow people, you there's there's no way to really catalog this. You can take the story accounts. Maybe find some running themes, but even those running themes don't tell you definitive factual things. They just, they give you some ballpark. It's all ballpark. Right. You would have to do a comparison. What is their consistent size, consistent appearance, but these are shadowy, vague well, things. And, 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 then, and not and only then, that, but these are eyewitness accounts, which mm -hmm. are notoriously unreliable. Mm-hmm. Well, and they're never like mass accounts. It's not like 20 people see a shadow person. No. It's one person in their bedroom at the odd hour of the day, see something scary. You know, it, it, they, you know, it's not like 10 people, you know, you don't really ever read these reports where they say 10 people saw a mysterious shadowy figure and it was threatening to them. And it was, you know, did not look, you know, there's not a lot of those. Right. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that's they, just my, my two cents on it, paranormal it, these research. Are very, when it comes to these types of encounters, they're very, they happen to like a singular person or a couple of people. You know, this is not a very, like a mass amount of people having sightings of shadow people. You know, that's not really happening. Which isn't to say that it's maybe not personally valuable or important or important to your own, you know, development or growth. Because I do mm -hmm. believe that sometimes people experience phenomenon that are very personal to them, that is very important to their own um, inner evolution. You know, and some of those things are scary. And like in the shamanic world, you know, there are times when you interact with the non-physical realm and it is these very personal one-on-one -on -one things and it can be very scary but it's not meant for other people it's not a story really ever meant to be shared it is meant for your own um inner work to look at your own self what it triggered in you mm -hmm. and it you know and it, it's kind of like your experience yeah, and, and i think if people looked at the experiences like this in that way more often than they did, you know, this is this is a supernatural experience of instead of just going, oh, I experienced this thing. Let me reflect on it. You know, maybe what? Why? Why did I experience this thing? 
instead of you know automatically going to this is a you know this is an entity or this is an evil entity or this is a, you know whatever but again these are just stories and they're these weird strange encounters what are they that i mean i mean it's right there with the mothman like even the mothman has been really hard to pin down you know but you know when you really sift through those uh, accounts they, they become less and less substantial well no the, well the mothman there was uh, you know there's a belief that it was an owl um there is that belief um that the sightings that the, the a good deal of the sightings of the mothman were just an owl <clears throat> or or uh, or a type of a crane in that area i think um but you know that those are some explanations. I'm not saying that is the case. I'm saying that those are some of the explanations. Um, <clears throat> you know, when it comes to this thing, I just I don't know if there's any type of explanation because most of your experiences with people, they're not out like your experience. You said it was outside, so that's a little different. A lot of these experiences happen with people inside in their rooms. Um, it's a fleeting moment. They see it. It's gone. Um, so there's no real comparison, I guess. You know, you can't say, oh, well, it could have been this. Right. <laughs> what, right. What, what do you see in your bedroom that disappears an instant later? <laughs> you, you There's nothing to compare it to. Right. So. Right. And the thing that I saw actually was witnessed by at least one other person I was with, but again, fleetingly and right would be um, unlikely for either of us to really pin it to be any particular thing. Um, you know, there are other than, Hey, that was weird. Did you see that? <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I saw that thing. I, and, and I've, I've seen strange things. So, you know, people, I, I, you know, I, 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 what bothers me is when people are like, listen, I know this is real. No, you don't. If you did, you'd have proof of it. I don't go around saying with any of the things that I've seen, experienced any of it. This is real. You'll, you'll never hear me say that. You know, you'll hear me say, I don't understand it. This is what I experienced. It, 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 you, you can't. You just, the, the, there's no way to, you know what I mean? To put that amount of weight behind it. Mm -hmm. I I personally can't. And you won't. You won't hear me say that on any of the things that I've experienced. You won't hear me say it was definitely an alien spacecraft. You know, you won't hear me if, even if I saw, you know, what I thought was a Bigfoot creature out in the woods, I wouldn't say I saw Bigfoot. I'd say I saw something out in the woods. Mm -hmm. Did it look, you know, I have never had that experience, but if I were to, is what I'm saying. So I don't want to be taken out of context there. Oh, Chris said he saw a fucking Bigfoot on the fucking internet slipping in the night. Fucking dumb fucks that listen to these shows. <laughs> Overall, they could be. Just some dumb fucks out there, Holly. Mm. Some real dumb fucks. Mm. But I don't know what they are. I mean, I I would tend to think that shadow people are nothing more 
than whatever ghosts are. I would categorize them right. in the same genre mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. Right. And so and then in my kind of experience, um, with the different kind of metaphysical studies I've done is there are like earthbound human ghosts, there are transitioned which have kind of gone to that like other side place spirits. And then there's other entities speaking from the kind of shamanic um, experience or part of my Mm -hmm. experience. But that said there, there's nothing that I can definitively say that that is exactly everything out there in the world. You know, Um, we, and this is what we have this show to talk about, you know? Well, yeah. And then, and I think Overall, when it comes to a lot of this stuff, neither you or I are ever going to say there's any definitive answers. Right, right. Yeah. When it comes to a lot, a, a good portion of this stuff, I would say. You know, there's some stuff that you can to some degree, but by and large, no, it's just you can't. You know, and we'd, and for the record, we'd love to be able to have answers. Like, if you think I wouldn't like to have answers to these questions, fuck yeah, I'd love to have answers. Hot damn. Give them to me. You know, I would love to have the technology that could trap a shadow man. I just, I don't know what that technology is. And uh, believe me, my my life does not allow me to (laughs) figure that out. Yeah. Um, And when you, and when you first had mentioned shadow man, all I could think of at first when you when you said that that was the topic for the show was there was a Nintendo sixty four game called Shadow Man. And it's about voodoo. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a pretty interesting game. It was a horror genre game, uh, but it was all based around voodoo. <clears throat> called Shadow Man. I actually owned it. It was very. It was pretty cool. But uh, I have different. never heard of that game. Yeah, look it up uh, when we get off the air. You can look it up on YouTube and like watch videos of it. The uh, the gameplay is is very interesting, very interesting type of game, uh, all based around voodoo. <clears throat> yeah, and very strange wow. that they released it on the Nintendo sixty four too, which yeah. is a very family oriented system. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. So. Well, but I'm gonna... gonna wrap the show up early tonight, Holly, because I've got stuff I've got to get done. Well, um, you know, we, actually, we, we go for about an hour and we start a little early, so we are right. Um, well, I, I, and you and I are talking about maybe switching the day of the show because uh, Wednesdays are a bit chaotic. They, so, there's some constraints in the yeah. off-air and, and, world. <laughs> yeah, so we'll figure it out. And um, if if we do decide to change the day of the show, we will let everyone know. Um, but until then... This has been musical. Oh, wait, no. Slip into the night. Episode <laughs> 10. The Shadow People. Um, if you like this shit, hit the little thumbs up, people. If you don't, hit that little thumbs down button. Leave a comment. Subscribe. Uh, please go out and check out our good friend Matt Knapp at uh, youtube.com forward slash Bigfoot Crossroads and Cryptid Tales. Um, if you haven't yet, please go to uh, your favorite podcast download service and download the show. Uh, you can also get us on anchor.fm forward slash the 40 and slip. 
You can also support the show by uh, giving uh, donations monthly. Uh, there's different tiers for that if you'd like to. It's it's available. Uh, check out uh, Big Button with Keith and Colin on Facebook. That's Richard's comic strip. Check out Para Breakdown, youtube.com forward slash Para Breakdown. And as always, check out Dreadfun at dreadfun.com and youtube.com forward slash dread fun uh we will be back next week happy halloween everybody if i do decide to put out a show tomorrow night i will announce it on the like page see ya happy halloween